Support for this podcast comes from Troy University, dedicated to teaching a new generation to lead change. Information on leadership opportunities available to students from day one is at troy.edu slash lead change. From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. Dothan's National Peanut Festival is underway, and tomorrow, Troy Public Radio will be there broadcasting live from noon till 2 p.m. Today, in honor of the National Peanut Festival, we look back at how the scientist George Washington Carver's persistent research in Tuskegee brought southern farmers a new crop, peanuts, in the wake of the boll weevil's destruction of the cotton crops in southeast Alabama starting around 1915. Retired professor of immunology and hematology, Dr. Edith Powell, wrote about Carver and a Columbus peanut entrepreneur in her new book, More Than Peanuts, The Unlikely Partnership of Tom Houston and George Washington Carver. The duo, one white, one black, collaborated on a project that changed agriculture. Dr. Powell joins us by Skype from the Tuskegee University Archives, where she is organizing the Carver Collection of Papers. Dr. Edith Powell, thank you so much for joining us from the Tuskegee University Archives today. You're welcome. I'm excited to be here with you. Edie, you and I are on a first-name basis, and I am excited about your book. It's just come out. It's called More Than Peanuts, The Unlikely Partnership of Tom Houston and George Washington Carver. Why did you name it that? When I asked one of my colleagues to review what I had written and see if it was worthy of being published, he read it. He said, oh, yes, this needs to be published. Would you mind if I added something to the title? And I said, no. And he said, it's really about more than peanuts. And I said, yes, it is. So that's how that came to be. Carver apparently started his research in 1903 at Tom Houston's request. Those people who have grown up may remember Tom's Toasted Peanuts. This is the businessman we're talking about from Columbus, Georgia, right? Carver started his work in 1903 on peanuts because he knew that the, the bow weevil was coming, and he was trying to get something in place that he could teach about and show people would be an alternative crop to cotton since that was going to be demolished. And Tom Houston, he was born right outside of Birmingham, and then when he was three, they moved to Texas. And then he came back to Columbus because he invented a hand-run peanut shelling, and he wanted to have it manufactured. So he requested a group in Columbus to manufacture it for him, and to watch over it, he came to Columbus and lived. And he was in his very early 20s. He was a millionaire by the time he was 31, so he was an inventor and sort of a tinkerer, but he was very interested in farming because that's what he grew up. His daddy had farms. So he knew about peanuts already, but he was interested in helping the farmers by inventing equipment that would make their job easier. So that's how he got started in Columbus. And that was in 1925. And by that time, Carver had become known as the peanut man because he had been espousing working with peanuts and planting peanuts and how to plant peanuts. And 
He had been to Washington and talked to the House Ways and Means Committee when they were debating a tariff on income and peanuts. Alabama Peanut Association had just been formed, and he had spoken down there. They liked his talk, and he showed what all the products you could use peanuts for other than just roasting peanuts and eating them at the ball games and at the circus. And they were so impressed, they thought that would help their cause. So they asked him to go to Washington and present the same thing to the House Ways and Means Committee. And he did that in 1921. And because he was a black man and they had not had seen that before, it got into the newspapers all over the country. And he became almost overnight famous for his knowledge of peanuts and what to do about planting peanuts. So Tom Houston heard about him. According to Dr. Walter Hill, who did the forward in your book, Columbus businessman Tom Houston reached out to Carver to help solve the problem of, quote, how to put salt on the inside of peanuts instead of putting oil and salt on the outside. Talk with us briefly about how Carver went about his research. Well, his schedule, according to what I found out, was about 4 o'clock or 4.30 he got up. And then he went out to walk in the countryside around Tuskegee, where the school was. And he would go out in the woods and talk to he called the great creator. He was a very religious man, and he believed that every skill that he had came through the creator. And he was just the conduit to do good for people, and that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to use the talents that he thought he would have been given to do good for people, especially poor people. And the reason he came south when he graduated from Iowa State was because he had been told by Booker T. Washington that people in the South needed help because they were newly freed slaves. They didn't know how to manage their lives. So that's why he came South, and that's what he was trying to do his whole career, was help the people that needed help, poor, white or black, it did not matter. Everything he did, he felt like he needed to talk to God every day to find out what he should do to maximize his efforts for the day that would be what God would want him to do. Your book points out that the peanuts were nutritious. This was a great alternative after cotton had depleted the soil and the boll weevil came along. The southern farmers needed a rotation crop, and you talk in the book about the crucial role of the agricultural experiment stations, the extension service, the role they played during the year. But you also say that the peanuts were nutritious, although prone to disease. Wasn't this the big challenge that Tom Houston, the businessman, and George Washington Carver, the researcher, faced? Correct. When Carver was doing his peanut research, he saw diseases. He recognized them because he had a mycology of fungus background. Tom Houston wanted to increase his peanut business. When he started the business part, he had two people, Bob Barry, who was managing the shelling department when the farmers brought the peanuts to be shelled, and a Mr. Grady Porter, who was the man who went out in the field and worked with the farmers and talked to them about what they were growing and trying to get them to learn about crop rotation. Because with cotton, that was the only thing they grew. And cotton had depleted all the vitamins and the minerals in the soil. So peanuts, along their root system, they have these little tiny nodules that will put nitrogen back into the soil. Other plants do not do that. So you don't have to always use high-priced fertilizer. And Carver believed that that would help the soil for poor farmers. And as Tom Houston increased the number of farmers, he got to grow peanuts to bring them to his business. Then the farmers started reporting that they were having diseases 
and they would lose patches of crop overnight, and they didn't know what to do about it. And so the more Tom Houston saw these bedraggled plants that were dying, uh, he realized that if they didn't do something to help the farmers figure out how to control the diseases, then Tom Houston's business was not going to survive. That's when he realized who Carver was. He thought he'd come over and ask Carver to help him out. It's interesting that Carver's aim all along was to help the southern farmers to bring a nutritious crop to disease-resistant status. And look where we are today in the wiregrass, a huge peanut-producing area. Edith, your book is remarkable. More Than Peanuts, The Unlikely Partnership of Tom Houston and George Washington Carver. I hope that we can talk again about some of your discoveries about George Washington Carver. I would like that because there are other stories to be told that involve him and what he contributed to the history of Tuskegee. And I love to talk about that. Well, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Joining us by Skype from the Tuskegee University Archives was Dr. Edith Powell, author of the book More Than Peanuts, The Unlikely Partnership of Tom Houston and George Washington Carver. Tomorrow, the Troy Public Radio team will be broadcasting live at the National Peanut Festival in Dothan from noon till 2 p.m., and they would love to see you there. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is now a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio.